listening to ATL Talks Radio, Atlanta's number one streaming talk radio station. This is the Barrington Report. I am Barrington Martin II, coming at you live this nice, beautiful, mild Thursday evening here in the great city of Atlanta, in the great state of Georgia. Beautiful people I have a lot to talk about today. Um, I'm going to let you guys know that my energy is going to be a, a bit abrasive because I'm kind of pissed off. And I'm going to tell you why I'm pissed off ultimately. And even in getting my show notes together this um, evening, um, I couldn't help myself but to feel the raw emotion of the things that I'm going to discuss today. And I am going to try to not keep you guys long. I'm going to try to make this brief because this is going to be the first of a multi-part series within... um, the Barrington Report, well, along the Barrington Report, it's going to be the first multi-part series because I'm going to talk about some things tonight that I feel like no one talks about, and I'm going to present ultimately a solution to the problems that we are having in America right now. And I feel like the ultimate solution in a nutshell is going to be through um, American nationalism. I say this because um, in looking at the system that we have been in all my life and looking at the politics specifically of our nation there has never been solutions there has never been things to change for the betterment of everybody but there have been a multitude of problems that continuously uh, pop up or arise um, every new year or every election year and so this is why in doing my studies and taking the time to analyze the, the battlefield or the playing field shall I say of America I thought that where I realized that this country is in need of American nationalism. And I'm going to tell you what that is. I'm going to talk about a little bit and I'm going to ask some questions that I want you guys to ponder um, that I'm going to discuss in totality for next episode. Um, Before I get started, you can listen to ATO Talks on Apple, Google app, Alexa, Apple CarPlay, and of course, www.atotalks.com. Now, today's show is entitled An Introduction to American Nationalism, The Need for a National Identity. I repeat, today's show is called An Introduction to American Nationalism, The Need for a National Identity. So before we get started, before we get down to the nitty gritty, we have to define nationalism itself. And then I'm going to break down at least in my opinion, what American nationalism should look like. Nationalism is an ideology that emphasizes loyalty, devotion, or allegiance to a nation or nation state and holds that such obligations outweigh other individual or group interests. Very important there. Again, nationalism is an ideology that emphasizes loyalty, devotion, or allegiance to a nation or nation state and holds that such obligations outweigh other individual or group interests. Now, if you guys know your history, or as I like to say, the past, because we all know what history truly is, uh, the great George Washington warned us about political parties, but we did not listen. And this is, quite frankly, a part of or a piece of why we're in the mess that we're in in this country. I discussed this on my show last week. But when you look at the scope of politics within the U.S., there are two parties that are vying for power. But ultimately, when you take a bird's eye view, ironically, looking at the behavior of these parties, you will see that they work in conjunction with one another. 
you will see that the metaphor always states left ring, white ring, but it's of the same bird. But you know that that bird cannot fly if you clip one of its wings. And this is why we're in a forever dichotomy between the left and the right. And this is why when you take a look at their platforms, you will see that there's ne- there's not any necessary, um, any excuse me, there's not any necessary well, how do you want to say this? Solutions to the problems that we have. They have their own beliefs, but essentially, in my estimation or in my opinion, a country or a, a, a distinct political party, a good political party, would have solutions to all of the problems. And I mean multiple political parties, that is. Excuse me. And I say that because our country should not be ran by political parties that are vying or, or seeking power, but our country should be ran by people who are looking to create solutions and find the best route to those solutions. Does that make sense? What I mean is you have Democrats that believe one thing. You have Republicans that believe the other thing. But instead of them getting or trying to compete on who has the best ideas towards the same, or towards the, the, the same solution of a problem, they have distinct things that they stand on that are separate and that's ridiculous. And this is where I feel where nationalism comes into play because there is no group interest. There is no individual interest. There is only the interest of the nation. Nationalism is a set of beliefs about the nation, its origins, nature, and value for nationalists. We are particular social animals on one hand, Our lives are structured by a profound sense of togetherness and similarity. That is, we share languages and memories. On the other hand, our lives are characterized by deep divisions and differences. We draw borders, contest historical narratives. For nationalism, humanity is neither a single species-wide community nor an aggregation of individuals, but divided into distinct and unique nations. Now, in a second, I'm going to get, I'm going to tell you guys why I part at certain ways. Now, when it comes to being nationalists, I think that we have to be cultural nationalists and value nationalists. What I mean by that is a lot of the distinct beliefs that people possess, um, i.e. identity, i.e. race, i.e. religion, i.e. sexuality, these things separate us. They place us into categories and allow us to be divided, which in turn allow us to be easily conquered. This is why, and I, I figured this out a long time ago, and it's, it's coming back to me. It's crazy how the spirit works this way. At some point in time, people have to let go of the things that they believe and hold and cling tightly to the things that they know. I'll get more into this um, a little bit later. For nationalism, humanity is neither a single species-wide community nor an aggregation of individuals, but divided into distinct and unique nations. At the heart of nationalism are claims about our identity and needs as social animals that form the basis of a series of normative claims. To answer the question, what shall I do or how should I live? One must first answer the questions, who am I and where do I belong? And this is one of the issues that is going on within the United States of America right now. So many people do not have, possess an identity and in turn we do not have a national identity. What do I mean by this? Everybody clings on to things that do not matter. You cling on to your sex, you cling on to your sexuality, you cling on to your age, you cling on to your 
um, what do you call it, astrological symbol. You cling on to your political party. You cling on to the favorite team, football, basketball, baseball team. You cling on to these things that don't matter. And you do this because you possess or you do not possess an identity. And that is the, the biggest problem. And everybody's searching for belonging, but everybody's searching also for themselves. And this is why I always tell you guys, each and every show, I probably say this one time, the answers can only be found in the mirror. All of the answers can only be found in the mirror. Everybody's looking for something or searching for something and they're not finding it because they continuously attach themselves to very shallow things that never equate to anything. And as long as that continues to happen, we will continuously be dominated by a system and by our government that seeks to subjugate us mainly due to our ignorance. Again, you always have to ask yourselves, who am I and where do I belong? Nationalism says that our membership in a nation takes precedence and ultimately must guide our choices and actions. In terms of guiding choice and action, nationalist thought proposes a specific form of partiality rather than treat the interests or claims of persons and groups impartially. The nationalist demands that one favors one's own either as a group or as individual persons. This is something that the United States government does not do. Again, I'm going to read that part again. Rather than treat the interests or claims of persons and groups impartially, the nationalist demands that one favors one's own either as a group or as individual persons. This is, has been lost in the ideology of America for a long time. I don't know if I want to get into the history of this, and I probably will later, but I want to give you guys an overall understanding of what it means to be a nationalist. Our government does not look out for the interests of you and I. Our government looks out for the interests of other countries. Our government looks out for the interests of those who are actually working inside the government. It has been clear for some time now. This is why specific groups can pass laws so easily because they possess the capital to dominate our politics the way that they do. This is why Israel has a stronghold over the U.S. Um, lobbying body. This is why APEC remains strong. This is why all of these pro-Israel groups are able to pass laws before Americans themselves can get the necessary tax dollars that will help out America in general. This is why, you guys, it is very important to shift the focus. It's not about being a patriot. That's a cute word. We need to get back to being a nationalist. Now, there have been some nationalist movements in the past that have been shunned, but at their height or at their, their core, they were some very, very powerful movements, specifically the movement that occurred within Germany within the 30s and the 40s. Look at the good things that happened then. We're going to get into this a little bit later in other shows, but I'm going to tell you guys the truth. The truth that you do not know. The truth that's been kept away from you. The truth that has basically shaped the American mythos on lies. Because this, these types of things are important. 
While nationalism does not claim to be the only form of partiality, it does claim to outrank all others. Loyalty or obligations to other groups or identities are subordinated to national loyalty. Remember what I just told you guys. Put away your race. Put away your religion. And I know that's the hardest thing to do because people have this notion that has been ingrained within them and indoctrinated with the belief that they were born to believe. They were born to believe in something. And in some respects, I believe that, but it's crazy to me and it's ironic to me that people want to believe in so many other things outside of themselves. It is totally cool to believe in that there's something greater than you, but how can you believe that there's something greater than you, but you do not believe that yourself, you yourself are a great thing? How is that possible? How can you believe or even fathom that there is something greater than yourself and you don't believe that you are great within yourself? And this is the most hardest thing to do. I've always told my friends and um, people that I talk to often that to, to, get, to get towards enlightenment, the last, the last ceiling to break through to get towards true enlightenment is religion. It's 100% religion to take away what have you have been indoctrinated with because your belief in a religion is not something you gathered on your own, but it's something that you, were, you learned over time. It's something that was taught to you based on your environment or based on your parents. A lot of people don't understand this. But the moment that you can break through the indoctrination or the programming, and you can see things for what they are, or you can question things. Ultimately, that's the biggest thing to do. Question things. You will start to understand yourself, but you will more than likely start to understand the things that matter. And this is why I say that nationalism is a key to the success of the United States of America. Now, again, I don't necessarily mean a broad understanding of nationalism but a cultural and a value type of naturalism. A cultural nationalist movement, which historically often precedes a political movement, is an effort to rediscover, preserve, study, or reinvigorate the language or cultural traditions of a nation. Guys, this is what we need. This points in all positive directions. Again, because this country no longer has an identity. This country no longer has an identity. We don't know who we are. Do you guys remember within the last four years, our president signed off on pride flags being flown at U.S. embassies? Is homosexuality, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgenderism, is that a part of the the U.S. identity? I don't think so. I don't think that's something that we should, should celebrate. Sure, we have these types of people in our nation, but this is not our identity. And this is something that Americans should understand. We start to celebrate people because of their differences, yet we don't celebrate our similarities. And our similarities should be within our culture, and our similarities should be in our values. Where the hell is our values these days? Really think about that, guys. Where the hell is our values? News story. Protesters pour red powder on U.S. Constitution enclosure, prompting evacuation of national archives. 
Protesters dumped red powder on the protective case of the U.S. Constitution at the National Archives, leading to an evacuation. Two men arrested for the destruction of the federal property at the National Archives Rotunda. The National Archives Rotunda, which houses the U.S. Constitution, will be closed for cleaning while the rest of the building remains open. Do you guys not see the irony in this? Our elected officials themselves wiped their ass with the Constitution. This has been going on for years. For years. And now the people themselves are defacing the document that is supposed to outline the rights that we have that our government shall never infringe upon. Listen to me closely when I said that because a lot of people think that the Constitution gives you your rights. No. And this is honestly why, again, Americans possess no identity. Because Americans are ignorant. Americans are stupid. Americans don't even know about their own country. America does, Americans individually, as a collective, don't even know about themselves. And this is why we are seeing the issues that we're seeing, and this is why things are getting worse. Again, you have to abandon. You have to abandon completely the attachment that you share to your beliefs and your identity and the belief, the only belief that you should have is this nation, the culture of this nation and the values of this nation. That is the only way we are going to create an America that actually is the quote-unquote America that we thought this country has always been because it hasn't. And it's time for us to be honest about that. This is why I continuously tell all the conservatives, all the black conservatives, all the liberals, all the socialists, any group, any clique that you see on social media, this is why I attempt to tell them all the time, you cannot progress towards a future where Americans are united while still having your biases, especially your pro-racial biases. Check that shit at the door. Please check that shit at the door. If you want this country to be what it's supposed to be, You can't be pro-white. You can't be pro-black. You can't be pro-Hispanic. You can't be pro-anything. You can only be pro-America. This is a fact. If you want to maintain your pro-racial biases, start your own racially homogenous nation. But you won't do that because you don't possess the capital to. There's only one group that did that, that possessed the capital to. And we see right now there's been some Furniture rearranging and movement in the Middle East. But again, I'm not going to get on that right now. I have to educate you guys with the basics first so you can understand where I'm going when I provide the true past. I'm not going to say history. I don't like saying history anymore. When I provide the true past. Again, if you want to maintain your pro-racial biases, start your own racially homogenous nation. The only thing, and I get it. Again, I get it. I understand. Every, we, we, we hold on to these These notions that we are, in my opinion, automatically, instinctually ingrained to want or to behave certain ways. And I don't understand this. If we are human beings and we are supposed to be at the top of the food chain and we're supposed to be the ultimate sentient being, how can you not do what's wise in between the eyes and simply give into your instincts or give into your carnal instincts, that is? 
You guys have to really think about what these people say to you because a lot of times people don't, are not thinking about what they say. They're just talking based on what they know and what they know has a ceiling on it because they never question anything that they think that they know. And ultimately, what they know is not really something they know, but what they know is a belief. That's all it is. It's not something they know. It's not absolute truth. It's a belief because they've been hearing it all their lives. And because they've been hearing it all their lives, they don't question it. And again, this goes all the way back to not possessing a distinct identity. Ladies and gentlemen, the only thing, you can have different faces, different color faces. You can have different customs and traditions. You can have um, a different culture as far as intaking food. You can have um, so many different things that does not have to be homogenous. But in this country, in this nation, from sea to shining sea, from the Pacific all the way to Atlantic, the values and the culture has to be homogenous. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it, ladies and gentlemen. The values and the culture have to be homogenous. When you think about this, when you understand this, or if, if you can understand this, it will start to open up brand new nodes of thought to what really needs to happen in this country. We are all over the place. You can worship however you want to worship. You can worship whatever you want to worship. And I get it. A lot of you guys are going to think to yourself, well, a lot of our values come from religion. Do it? Does it? Really think about that. Do you need, do you need a belief in a religion or to practice a religion to know that it is wrong to kill a man? Do you need belief in a religion to know it is wrong to take from a man what's not yours? We have been living with a very archaic mindset about a lot of things in life. And not once have we stopped and thought about, does this make sense? We don't care about that. We just continue on because it's all we know. But if I could just get 10%, just 10% of the U.S. population to start questioning things and start start questioning aspects of tradition that, have, that has not worked in decades, almost centuries, we can turn this country around. But we cannot turn this country around until we have an understanding or until... We gravitate towards being American nationalists. America first at all times. Ensuring that your brother, even though he may not look like you, even though he may disagree with you on things, at the end of the day, he's in a foxhole with you. Why? No other reason because he is American. That is all that matters. It is a reason that our media companies continuously perpetuate racial narratives to get you guys separated, to get you guys at odds with one another. This is why these corporations, these non-government organizations, these think tanks, they don't want you on one accord because they won't have any power anymore. They won't have the capital that they possess. 
This is why they aim to do the things that they do. Case in point, George Soros set to take over America's second biggest radio station chain. Did you hear this on social media? Did any of your favorite conservative pundits tell you this? Did any of your news stations tell you this? Ask the questions why. Ladies and gentlemen, let me, be, let me, let me, let me go off on a tangent really quickly because I got I to gotta be honest for a second. And I totally did not know that this was recording on Twitter and I honestly don't give a damn. Cool. I'll leave it up so anybody can hear it. I'll even pin it. Please understand that everything in this country, and this is why I say we have to understand or have to create distinct values and a distinct culture within this country because everything in this country right now is based off of capital and it's based off of revenue. Nobody cares about the truth. Nobody cares about righteousness. People only care about making money. I get it. You have to survive. But at some point in time, the truth has to reign supreme and righteousness has to reign supreme. I'm not not saying this from a religious perspective standpoint i'm not saying this from a religious standpoint i have to say this because i don't want you thinking that oh oh barry's coming off like a christian conservative no 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 righteousness and absolute truth supersedes everything including religion you may say that it is it is intersected in some form or fashions, but a lot of times people think or people rely on the crutch that they are the way that they are because of their religion. Damn that. We are supposed to be at the top of the food chain simply because of the brain power that we possess. And if we have the brain power that we say that we do, we are able to reason. And if we are able to reason, this means that we possess um, a conscious and we possess consciousness. And if we possess those things, we should know right from wrong without having to believe in any type of deity or, or having to believe, again, keyword believe, in a certain way simply because that way is the only way that we've been taught or the only way that we know. Again, going back to um, the story, George Soros is set to take over America's second biggest radio station chain. Philanthropist George Soros has purchased $400 million of debt in Odyssey, the second largest radio broadcaster in the U.S., potentially giving him control of over 220 radio stations nationwide. You did not hear this on any other media platform. You did not hear this on any other show besides the Barrington Report. I am the only person, I am confident that I'm the only person that's not going to come at you or talk to you about bullshit that does not matter. I don't care about anything that they say in the news because it's not about solutions. It's about clicks, and the clicks give people money. It's not about money with me. It's about righteousness and informing you because I know at the end of the day, I'm paying this forward because as long as you are informed and as long as you are educated, you are going to make good decisions for yourself and others around you, and it's going to start a chain of reaction that's going to end up being or creating the nation that we all know what America is supposed to be. Soros' acquisition could allow him to influence public opinion during the 2024 election. Damn it. Right, the, the second line, my second bullet point. Again, Soros' acquisition could allow him to influence public opinion during the 2024 election, only if I thought voting did anything, but that's neither here nor there. According to a Republican insider, Existing shareholders are expected to be wiped out under Odyssey's current bankruptcy plan. So he's about to have complete control as he walks in to ownership of Odyssey. 
Guys, do you see what's taking place in front of your face? This is why, again, American nationalism is the way. Why is it that your news is presented with bias? Have you ever thought about that? Why is it that there are conservative pundits, liberal pundits, conservative media, liberal media? Shouldn't the truth, the facts, the details be presented unbiased and allow the consumer to choose what's right, what's wrong, or how they should think about it? Shouldn't things be that way, ladies and gentlemen? We've been going about this all wrong, and we've been going about it all wrong for some time. The restructuring plan to approve Odyssey's bankruptcy is scheduled for a hearing on February 20th before U.S. Judge Christopher Lopez. If successful, Soros would have a 40% stake in the company's senior debt. Beautiful people, again, 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 American nationalism is the way. We have to decide what we want American culture to be. We have to decide the values. What type of values are we going to have and follow? People are going to automatically answer that question with religion. I don't, I, I personally don't think that you have to have a state religion that everybody has to follow, but I understand why um, regimes of the past did this because it basically cuts out all the static, cuts out all the extraness. And what I mean by that is when you have one single religion, you have one single belief, everything is uniform. So it cuts out the issues that can arise from different trains of thought in respect to the belief systems. And perhaps that may be an option or perhaps that has to be that option. The reason I say that is because, again, this notion or this ideal that America is a melting pot, that's BS. Diversity is a strength, that's BS. 100% BS. We've seen this. Diversity of thought is doing this nation in. In values, that is. Diversity of culture is doing this nation in. There are cultures that are better than other cultures. We see this on a day-to-day basis. There are people who possess better values, greater values than other people. There is nothing wrong with this. But if we live in a nation, we want to see this nation prosper because if the nation prosper, that means that a lot of people of that nation will prosper. At some point in time, we have to be disciplined. We are not disciplined right now. Next show, I'm going to start looking at the history and introducing you guys to the history of nationalism a little bit. But also, we're going to start putting together some building blocks of how we can alter this this nation's, or excuse me, create this nation's value system and create this nation's culture. Because if we do not, if we do not have a cultural renaissance, if we do not have a cultural value type renaissance in this country, it will not be the same country it was 50 years ago. I will never say America's going to fall, but it is failing. But this is like a slow death. It's like a, it's like a slow eating cancer. And we have yet to remove the tumor 
of the origin of that cancer. Now, this goes into the things that I was stating today. And this is uh, why I stated earlier today that I was pissed off. In the last three weeks um, of my city, kids, students, babies have been killing each other. And this is this is really has been hurting my heart. I can't even lie to you guys. Um, so we had two weeks ago, first week of February, McEachern High School, um, two students were shot. They weren't even they weren't even uh, they were kids, but they were non students. Two students were shot. Right. Um, yesterday, just yesterday. Four students were shot in Mays High School in Atlanta. Four. After a fight. Four. This was yesterday. Right? Then, um, this past weekend, a little boy, another high school student, 10th grader, was killed. He was shot at a basketball game. Three weeks of kids inflicting violence upon one another and and killing each other. Yet, you have the President of the United States and you have his party uttering bullshit narratives that the problem is the guns. I am so sick and tired of these platitudes that's being uttered that produce absolutely zero solutions. We won't even call out things the way that they are. We will not tell the truth. So what is the truth? When you look at the firearm homicide death rates by race, that is annual firearm homicide death rates among men per 100,000 per year by race and state, In the United States, per 100,000 deaths by men, 29 are black, 2 are white. Then you have to put an asterisk on white simply because they put Hispanics into the white column. So there's no telling how high or how low that number could be. But we know that it's substantially lower than what it shows. The number that leads or possesses the highest deaths among men per 100,000 per year by race and state is Missouri. We just had a shooting in Kansas City, Missouri. The suspects, all three of them were black. Out of 100,000 people in Missouri, or excuse me, out of 100,000 deaths among men, 59 of them are black. 2.7 white. That doesn't raise your eyebrows enough. That doesn't spark or the light bulb on top of your head to let you know what the problem really is, that's fine. Atlanta, Georgia, 2022 homicides. Black people make up 48%, 48.2% of the population in Atlanta. Again, this is these are the stats of homicides in 2022. Black people make up 48.2% of, of the population in Atlanta, and blacks also make up 97% of the known offenders of homicides. 
White, Hispanic, Asian, Native Americans make up 51.8% of the population in Atlanta, but they're only 3% of the known offenders of homicides. Ladies and gentlemen, not only did I just give you the statistics, but I told you over the last three weeks, our babies, black boys, are killing themselves and each other. They're killing themselves, and what I mean by that is they are making decisions that are going to put them in the ground. Not suicide, but just bad choices. Now, I don't know, I could easily estimate or guess what these choices or how these choices are being made. But what I'm saying is, is that your elected officials rather blame the gun than not blame the culture or the values. Do you guys not see and understand why American nationalism is the answer? Not outlawing assault rifles, not outlawing guns, not adding more laws for guns, but a total reinvigoration of the culture and values, a total cultural renaissance of the new age. And to quite frankly, if you are educated in the past, if you're educated in history, as I don't like to say the word history, that is you are, or you should understand that we are due another cultural renaissance. We are past due. Y'all, the babies are killing each other. And not once, not one time has any of these elected officials stated, Hey, 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 we got to do something about, the parenting or what's we gotta really see what's going on. They rather blame the guns. Y'all is this is complete and utter bullshit. Complete and utter bullshit. At some point in time, I don't know what it's gonna take. I don't know how many more kids have to have to die because of this, but just understand that as the weather gets warmer, things are going to get a little bit more crazier. When you look at the music that these kids listen to, they listen to drill music. You got artists or people like they call Baby Drill, all the artists with wolves in front of their names, and, and I hear the music that they listen to, and it talks about nothing but senseless murder. But nobody cares. Why? Because, again, as I stated earlier, this society only cares about capital. This society only cares about revenue. Parents should not be burying their kids. Kids should not be involved in drama that causes them to lose their lives. But that is what's happening in my city. It's been happening for three weeks straight now. I can only imagine how this can turn out when the weather gets hotter. I am actually worried about that. You mix in pubescent young teenagers who are high on edge, high energy, don't have anywhere to channel that energy with their culture or a culture they participate in that constantly inserts subconscious programming of murder, homicide, killing, and other atrocious values. I can only imagine what the jails are going to look like in 10 years, but more than anything, what the cemeteries are going to look like in 10 years. At some point in time, people have to wake up in understanding that, as I say this time and time again, the answers are not going to be found in government. We have to fix this ourselves. And again, going back to 
American nationalism. We can't separate ourselves by race anymore. We can't separate ourselves by gender anymore. We can't separate ourselves by all of these labels anymore. We are Americans, and so we have to do what's necessary and what's best for Americans. Sure, there's going to be some groups within the entire group that's going to need more help than others. That's fine. But at the end of the day, the thing that we have to understand the thing that we have to get in our heads is that we are American citizens and we are on a united front. Now, I was going to talk about Atlanta politicians and their leadership in the city, but I don't want to spend too much time on this because I know you guys have been seeing the news. I know you've been seeing the things with Fonnie Willis and how much of an embarrassment she's been to the city, how much of embarrassment she's been to herself. And I'm going to try to speak about this very tactful and very politely. But it's hard to do because this type of behavior, when you're at that level of stature and position within a city, it's unacceptable. When a city councilman, Antonio Lewis, gets arrested for marijuana possession and he's a city councilman, when I sat back sometimes, it gives me sit back sometimes and watch the city council meetings and listen to his brother speak, giving him reverence, you know, giving him the utmost respect because he's a city official and you get locked up for marijuana possession, Guys, please understand, I am not perfect, nor do I pass judgment on anyone, but there are certain things that just should not be happening when you're at certain levels of life. There's no excuse for it. There is a, a certain level of responsibility, but more so accountability that you should have to yourself. Again, no judgment for any of these individuals. But when the babies are dying in the city and our DA is out here having sex with her subordinates and our city councilman member is getting locked up for marijuana possession. I don't give a damn what you feel about marijuana possession. It's not the point. The point is it's against the law. And you are an elected official, meaning that you know better. Who are these babies supposed to look up to? Who is supposed to set the example? Because they clearly can't look at their parents. Because if they could, they would make better decisions than they were making. Your city council members getting locked up. Your DA is having sex with her subordinates, embarrassing herself with her testimony, becoming disheveled. Basically enabling all the negative, angry black woman stereotypes that people possess, basically confirming it. Do y'all not understand where my frustration comes from? But I'm not mad at them. Let me be, let me be honest. I'm not mad at them. Not at all. I'm mad at the people of this city. I'm mad at the, at the adults. I'm mad at those who have made the decisions to vote for these people. Because it goes to show that you get what you deserve. 
you get what you deserve. Our city, Atlanta, Georgia, that is, is in a bad state, ladies and gentlemen, and I hate it because I love my city. It's my home. It's the place that raised me. It's the place that birthed me. It's the place that has given me some of the most precious people in my lives. In my life, excuse me. And to see that this is what the city is becoming all of a sudden, babies killing babies, leaders embarrassing themselves, it, it leaves you with a sense of despair, but it's but I will never put my head down. I will never stop fighting or even think low or think that my city is going to somehow implode. No, 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 no. This is just a wake-up call that I got to do more than I've been doing and that I got to inspire others to do more. Because at the end of the day, that's what all that matters. Again, guys, we are in this together. The answers, the solutions are not going to come from politicians. They are not. The answers start in the mirror. Every single answer to society, to the issues in the society, start in the mirror. And then we move from the ground up. You listen to ATL Talks Radio, Atlanta's number one streaming talk radio station. This is the Barrington Report. I am Barrington Martin II. Guys. I'm always humble. I'm always blessed to be able to speak before you every Thursday at 7 o'clock. Always humble. I love you guys. Thank you guys for supporting me. Now, next week, I'm going to get into the nitty-gritty of American nationalism a little bit more. I'm going to provide the history of nationalism itself, and then we're going to start to open up about the possible solutions and crafting the type of culture and the type of values that we should have as American nationalists. Please, um, as I stated earlier, this particular episode of the Barrington Report has been recorded on Twitter, so I'm going to leave it on my pinned tweets for about a week. Um, you guys can catch me on Substack. I also have a couple of articles that's going to hit um, mainstream publications very, very soon. I'm going to post that everywhere because you guys got to read it and, you know, um, I'm hitting you guys, I'm hitting the world, so to speak, with a lot of fresh ideas and a lot of thought processes that need to be thought about that is very unorthodox and outside of the norm. Again, I thank you guys. Please, 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 I said this every episode. Tell a friend to tell a friend and come join the family because we are only having the conversations that need to be had. Everybody else, everybody else you listen to, they only care about clicks. You don't care about the money. I care about educating you because I know for a fact if you guys do better and somewhere down the line, I'm going to end up doing better because you're doing better. And that's the mindset that we have to have. Remember, I want you guys to go out here this weekend, have a good weekend, love on your family members, but love on yourselves because in order to love someone else, you first have to learn to love yourself. I will see you guys next Thursday here, Thursday, 7 o'clock Eastern here on the Barrington Report. I love you all. Enjoy your evenings. Peace.